Unkenntrat. You are listening to You've Got Five Options Show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners, and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom, and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. Yes, it is. Anna <laughs> is back. Yay! Hello, I came back <laughs> to, <Yes. laughs> to disappear again. <laughs> oh my God, I, I spoiled it, didn't I? I you spoiled. already revealed. I, I destroyed the suspense for the whole episode. Well, uh, yes, hello everyone, I'm back. Um, it's It's good to be here. It's it's odd. I haven't been here for uh, a little while, uh, but yeah, now I'm back. And Jesus, <laughs> who has, who is not keeping the 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 discipline of no sounds? Is it me? Okay, maybe it's me actually, guys. It, was it wasn't me at all. No, no, mine no? is in silence. I'm a I silence. am a professional, guys. Uh, it was me. And I am obviously not a professional. <laughs> She's a bit rusty. I'm a bit rusty on the edges. No, you cannot be rusty on the edges. What are you on the edges? You are sharp. You are a bit sharp or on square on the edges. So our English didn't really improve much, Marta, right? <laughs> Throughout no. our podcasting and radio journey. No, not no, much. Not much. I was listening to our very first episode yeah. on the way here and we were as rusty <laughs> on that first episode as we are now. I think we even used the word rusty <laughs> in the first episode of yeah. You've Got Five Options. I, yeah. w- it, I was laughing already when listening to the intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were uh, at that point of time making also like an introduction to what's going to be hap- happening in the show mm-hmm. and uh, you were the one writing the script and reading the script and uh, you were talking about like a perfect breakup being like a unicorn so we were going <laughs> unicorn hunting in that episode that yeah. was funky yeah that was uh, I remember I think I was writing this for couple of days actually I couldn't really like you know put in a very nice I wanted to make this kind of like a nice and cheeky and smooth introduction to the episode and it it was way more difficult than I presumed yeah and that's why we uh, dropped it I guess <laughs> well I would say that uh starting to listen to our very first episode and hearing that we took a break and (laughs) (laughs) we are now rusty and sorry guys whoever the guys were episode one sorry guys (laughs) Uh, but i guess all our startup phase which was pretty long felt like we were doing it already for a very long time we were pros we were dinosaurs (laughs) of podcasting at the time yeah i think we were recording one episode i think we record i don't know how many times i think i i think i had the doubts if you if we are really you know 
supposed to do that, you know? How many times can you re-record one episode and be constantly answer? Actually, at one point, it was going worse and worse, I think, because we figure out we will write a script and we will hold on to it. And <laughs> that, was, that was a nightmare. Obviously, as you can hear us today, we have no script, neither. <laughs> we are just no. rumbling and we are uh, probably... Uh, like, you know, tiptoeing around uh, the actual um, theme of today's episode, aren't we, Marta? Which is similar to the theme of the first episode, which is why I was uh, listening to it on the way. Mm -hmm. And the theme is? A breakup. A, a breakup? <laughs> <laughs> Did we got a challenge? <laughs> Sorry, did you bring me here to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it in your face, Dave. I will do it through the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that's a one way to put it. Yes, this is a this is a special episode because it's a goodbye episode. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so goodbye, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. It was great to meet you. Okay, maybe we maybe we own a little bit of a better explanation to our listeners. Um, I guess we should start with the fact that twenty twenty was a difficult year. <laughs> 2020 was a bitch. Uh, no. Yes, 2021 seems to be uh, at points even bigger bitch than 2020. But uh, I believe that we are all somewhere in a very new, unique place. And for most of us, it is very difficult to find ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why I was not coming to the radio for uh, the past couple of uh, weeks. Uh, because I need to find myself in this new reality and uh, because I haven't found myself in this new reality yet, I don't really know what I should share with you guys, you know. So it's basically, I feel like I don't know what is my purpose in, uh, in, in hosting, co-hosting a radio show anymore. We've been through so many different topics and we... You know that we are very creative guys, right? Especially if we talk about English. <laughs> We're super, super creative. And we've been through a lot of transformations and we started as a, probably we will get back to it, but we started as a advice uh, type of podcast you know we were collecting life challenges from people and we were so super passionate about solving them then we discovered that more people actually want to come to the radio and talk to us rather than send us our, our challenge so we started to do interviews and then we were just exploring new things and changing um, a bit um, what we are talking about over the years yeah it's already years and here we are and personally, here I am. And first time, I don't know what to talk about. You know, I don't know uh, what topics to take. Uh, it's difficult to... I, I, I think, especially now, words and actions are more important than ever. Wow, what a, what a heavy sentence. And I would like to stream my thoughts and words and actions towards something that I truly stand for, believe in, and that can actually help. And I don't know what it is yet. And you don't want to broadcast... Bro broadcast. Bro <laughs> Marta, <laughs> well, uh, bro broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to 
broadcast your journey as you're finding what that is. Yeah, that's that's the weird part. I think for the first time now, you know, uh, some of you might have had a clue that I also write from time to time. If you are especially our regular listener, I cannot even write. It's like there is so many things in my head, um, so many thoughts, and uh, they just somehow battled, you know. I don't know what I want to release and how, uh, so I kind of, uh, I'm very introverted now in a way, I would say. Um, but I'm not the only one here, and Marta, you are here as well. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> what a oh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> It's, that's the way it feels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marta is here with us. No, I'm saying that uh, Marta, you have your side of a story. I was trying to explain maybe how I feel about it, why I actually decided to stop the radio for the time being. Yeah, for me the strategy has been a little bit different <coughs> because you've uh, you Anna you've been out for about two months. Mm-hmm. I think we were here together in de- in December. Mm-hmm. recording uh, something mm-hmm. but you you've been out for about two months and uh, I have been having the same symptoms, <laughs> symptoms. in a, in a, or the he- the same root cause maybe I don't know the thing ab- I've I've been experiencing the same shit <laughs> let's put <laughs> it this way about not knowing exactly what it is that my truth is in the world now mm-hmm. what is my exact mission and uh, where exactly I would like to be taking the radio show. Mm-hmm. But my strategy was different because my strategy was to bring some people mm-hmm. that could share their uh, strategy with us mm-hmm. and or their stories. I just saw a handsome man trying to get to the radio. Is that a normal thing right now? <laughs> well, it happened. Uh, the, you don't remember? It happened around... Uh, Two months ago, you were also here and also just like budge in and... Ah, no, no, the I same guy. Remember. No, you don't yeah. remember? Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, apologies to a sudden, uh, yeah, weird energy here, but someone just tried to get in and we got distracted. Yes. So coming back, my strategy has been to bring people mm-hmm. who have something to say. Mm-hmm. And that was what I've been doing in the last few months. I've That's been true. bringing people who were sharing their, in my opinion, very uh, profound, very uh, valuable stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could probably do that for a while, but I don't want to do it alone. I was here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dave has been here all the time. So basically... Of course, when um, when Anna, you recorded that message uh, to me on WhatsApp, it all started on WhatsApp. That it message all ended on yeah. WhatsApp. <laughs> that message she refers to the message when I finally made the decision. Yes. Yeah. When you recorded that message uh, about you, you basically need hi- hiatus. I don't know. It sounds like a disease, but it's a break. <laughs> hiatus. You mean uh, hiatus? Yeah, exactly. Hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah. yeah. Bias. You know, bias. I remember that talk. Yeah, bias, bias, hiatus, potato, potato, you know, a break. We are on a break. <laughs> Undefined break, maybe yes. break up, maybe break uh, you, but you did not want to do it for now. Mm-hmm. I took uh, my time to reflect on it. What mm-hmm. What does it mean for me? And of course, one option was to continue 
uh, doing the show and see whether you will want to come back or not. But it has been our common baby. We, we've been in it together. And yes, there have been times when I've been doing it alone, asking other people to join me when you were taking a break, when you had Gabby and now in the last two months. But somehow it did not feel right to continue. So I came to the conclusion that the best thing, at least for now, is to close it mm -hmm. and let it die. And maybe dying will bring something new, uh, some new podcast baby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that will bring a new season sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it will be a definite breakup. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's not a breakup because you, you're still friends. No, it's not a like breakup with podcasting, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I guess we, we could say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's actually a good uh, good point that you that you mentioned that because it's like yeah we are stopping for now, uh, but we don't know uh, if we will come back in this format if we will ever come back you know that kind of actually you know now when I think about it I remember about that episode when we were saying goodbye to everyone here because we were supposed to move to another radio station and then we had to come back after a month. <laughs> Of after like we we brought the cake and we had like goodbyes and congratulations. Yeah, we are going to conquer you know the the world in other part of Denmark. Yeah, and then three weeks later, uh, hello. Uh, uh, do we ca can we can we still do the radio here <laughs> because that other project it it didn't really land. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, what can I say? It could be that kind of situation. Uh, although, yeah, hard to say. I don't think it will happen within a month. Um, but actually, maybe that's a question for our listeners. I know that there are people who are listening to us uh, regularly, I assume, because we, we we see your IP address. No, I'm joking. We don't. We are not so advanced. You're not Google. Yeah, Yeah, we are not Google. But we, we do see how many people listen and we assume that uh, many of the people are coming uh, coming in regularly to listen. So um, I wonder, maybe someone has an idea from our listeners, what would you like to uh, listen to um, in the future from us? Maybe someone would actually give us a, a tip. Because, you know, I realized that when we when we started, we started as, uh, as this advice podcast, you know, you've got five options. You have a problem, we've got five options on how to make it even worse. Oh, that's a bad joke. Okay, we just had five options, and we really liked the fact that people were sending us the challenges. We felt like we are actually doing some sort of a a change and help. We are helping people. So, uh, you know, let's maybe leave it for the listeners. Maybe someone will come up with something like, "I want you to talk about this." What yeah. do you think, Marta? I actually think that if there are, if any of you think we should continue, and if you have any ideas, desires, mm -hmm. options, <laughs> I don't know, whatever that is, uh, and you will send it to us, I'm pretty much up for the challenge. So we'll basically continue. five options is looking for options. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, five options is looking for options. Yeah. yeah. 
Because, you know, we, we noticed also something that uh, sometimes we talk to each other with Marta because, you know, we are friends. You probably got that if you listen to our radio show. Then like, ah, yeah, I don't know what to say. And then, you know, one word comes, you know, gathers with another and suddenly we just talk. You know, maybe if we knew what we are supposed to say, not not what's supposed to say, but rather what topics to touch. It's just it's just got so heavy, didn't it, Marta? It didn't get heavy for me because I was bringing people. No, no I mean heavy like the world got so heavy. Ah, the world got so heavy. Yes, the world is heavy. That's true. And it takes a lot to not allow the mind mm-hmm. to sink into that heaviness. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to find the light in it and to, yeah, to find that lightness, to find that joy, to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are not allowed. <laughs> yeah, it sometimes looks as if the rules were directly uh, directed exactly at the fun part of life. Uh, I mean, it's music, dancing, eating out, uh, you know, whatever you, whatever we as humans... Going for cons- a trip. Meeting mm. with friends. Yeah, whatever we considered as having fun, it is mm-hmm. now illegal, strictly forbidden, and that's not an uh, easy thing to handle in the long run. Mm-hmm. It was different when it was the first lockdown, and we, many of us, we thought we are in a serious situation. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. what it is that we can expect and it is different after a year mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, i can definitely feel the difference um i also think that it's because first lockdown took us by surprise something like this had never happened at least not in our modern history that people are suddenly ordered mm, never the, really uh, like Well, it happened in some regimes, you know, for instance, we were born born with Marta in communistic Poland in 81, 82, we had a martial law, so you have a curfew, you couldn't do this and that, right? I was meaning about a social social, uh, health emergency that basically Mm -hmm. individuals that are not sick are asked to isolate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, That's what I was meaning. That that, that definitely did not happen. So no, no precedent. And I believe also, you know, uh, it, it, it's quite global, right? It's not happening only in one country or in, in part of the world. It's actually, it's quite global. So I believe that at the beginning, all of us were taken by a surprise. And I even saw uh, lately a funny video uh, and I showed it to you, Dave. I will send it to you, Marta, where, you know, uh, first lockdown versus second lockdown, you know, and uh, first lockdown you know everyone was like baking uh, uh, sourdough bread and doing renovation in the house and exercising and cheering the nurses and you know because everyone thought that this will just simply end very soon and at the second lockdown we see that that's not the case and uh, we are tired we are tired and worried and uh, and you know it's like uh, we don't care because how how long can you keep humans you know locked and under under fear um and you know i think that that's basically the difference because i also feel it in myself 
when there was a first lockdown and uh, they shut down even the radio station and we were recording our famous, infamous Zoom episodes when we were breaking down five. By the way, if anyone is interested, you can always visit our uh, website, thefiveoptions.com. We had a couple of episodes when we were discussing our views about Corona, right? Like what's going on and is this, is if lockdown strategy is like the best one because that was one of the things we were also discussing. And I remember that, uh, you know, there were pros and cons. And I remember, Marta, your question was like, yeah, because it's about to protect the, the, the most vulnerable. That's the official version, right? So the hospitals are not overloaded. It's like this completely disappeared now. It's like that's like, why are we even locked? <laughs> because the infection number, it's like the first line of argumentation completely like fall apart. It was only and only to keep the hospitals, you know, uh, not being overloaded. And at this point, I don't know, hospitals are kind of empty. And uh, but there is a mutation and another mutation and this and that. And there is always a reason to keep us in. And I think that that that's the energy that changed. The energy that changed is because the first lockdown, we were also kind of like assured or promised that it will only take two weeks, three weeks, something like this, and then they will let us live normally. And now when we see that it's just keep on going and going and going, I think people, first of all, are just uh, waiting for this to be over. But if you're waiting for almost a year, you are in a very bad place already. So I see this energetic difference also in me mm, versus, you know, uh, this time versus the other time, because then I had a lot of things to say. I had a lot of opinions. You had a lot of opinions. We were discussing if this is good, if this is bad. Is government doing a bad thing, good thing? What's with the numbers? What's with the deaths? How it could be done differently? Because it's, it's almost like it felt like this will matter. You know, and now sometimes I think that, you know, or talking about the strategies and, you know, where the virus came from or is it this or that or is lockdown the best? This is not relevant anymore. We already are on the other side. We already landed in another world. We are somewhere else. These discussions will not bring anything new to the table. You know, it's time to discuss something new. And that's what I have problem with. What is that new thing that we should discuss? And now I'm going to disguise some secrets, guys. Go and disguise some I secrets, guys. a conversation with Anna when she told me that she doesn't know what to say. And then she said some pretty amazing stuff. Thank and, you. And um, I agree with you. And this is a very uh, grim realization on one side the old world is not coming back. No. It's not something, it's not that the lockdown at some point will lift and we will be able to live like we used to. The old world is not coming back. And that means both good and bad stuff. There were some good stuff about the way we used to live and there were some bad stuff uh, about the way we used to live. And there is no more sense to talk about how we used to live <laughs> because that's the past. There is sense to grieve it. Yeah. And there is a sense to face the reality. It's not coming back. But you are right, Marta. There is no sense to try to desperately go back to where we were because we won't get back there. 
And what you did say, Anna, what I found uh, as the answer already to what to talk about (laughs) in the future, but some things they need to die. So there is uh, time for grieving and so on, like you have mentioned yourself. But the only thing I see as a sense of uh, talking about is how can we find ourselves in that new reality? Mm-hmm. And how can we how can we grieve the, as the first thing? How can we find ourselves and how can we build a new reality that mm-hmm. is actually at least a few steps ahead of what we used to have? Mm-hmm. Because right now it just feels like it's worse than what we used to have. Although some friends, they do mention that they have found some... Uh, positive sides of this new reality as well. Some people got closer with their families and started to find joy within themselves rather than within the external circumstances. And uh, so to every situation, you will find some positive and negative aspects of it. But it still feels like a waiting room and like a temporary thing, like a transition. Mm -hmm. How to start building the new reality so that it's actually a better place for more people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you, Marta, for starting this discussion because I thought, okay, so what are we going to talk about? We'll say that we are taking a break because we don't know what to say. And then will we just like let the 50 minutes of the show empty or just hum some music, right? So at least let's Let's give people some insight on on what we think about, you know, the the future either of this program or the future of the world. So get ready for our predictions and premonitions, I guess. We didn't do the premonition show this year. And we didn't check the prediction that we had last time. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure no one (laughs) have predicted this. (laughs) But anyway, one idea for a show, (laughs) checking the prediction from the last time time. and uh, talking about them. So we've got one idea. You see, guys, we only needed to ask you. You didn't even need to reply. And we have at least one idea. But we still want to hear if there is something. If you think we should continue, if you have ideas, we still would like to have them. And if our website is not killed in the meantime, because I have seen some uh, card billing failures. <laughs> you can still find us at the5options.com. Hopefully. I yeah. think it's we like... We have to check that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes. But uh, so far, so good. The5options.com so or you've got five options. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, just to mention, we also have had a second uh, podcast that we are also killing <laughs> right now, killing softly, <laughs> which is uh, called Small Business Rising. Should, shouldn't we record also an episode for that one? Maybe, but in case we don't, I wanted to say that we still have a group which is called This Year I Buy from a Small Business. Mm-hmm. And we keep on going with that group. And that group already has more than 2,500 members and it's uh, working prosperously, meaning that it really, truly, deeply supports small businesses and people who want to buy from small businesses, solo creators, artists and so on. And uh, if you want to stay in touch, sign up to that group. 
if you are a person that would like to do something meaningful and support small businesses, solo creators and artists who are struggling like no one else mm-hmm. in this world, because whatever kind of a small entrepreneurial artistic effort you've been having, this is all forbidden <laughs> or almost all. I guess some are not. Mm-hmm. So this is people who really need your support right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you if you feel inspired to do something like that, that's where you can join us. Uh, that's something yeah. we will keep on going with for sure. Yeah, the group is on Facebook. It's an open group. You can just, you know, join and we will most probably let you in <laughs> because we have we yeah, we had to uh, we had to I actually set it up from the very beginning that the admins are approving the 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 group members because I think after we especially after we crossed two thousand people on the group, we started to get requests from some really funky accounts, and I know that there were some attempts to you know spam people and to you know how it is like oh I want to get rich oh I earned one thousand call this number whatever we even had a company that that. Uh, was quite like prominent that was trying to promote themselves on our group. So I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> you think that the, really our group for you? That's that's awesome. But no, but it's really nice that, you know, even bigger companies are trying to get into um, to promote themselves. But it's about small business. And uh, yes, as I wrote once, yeah, I would like to keep it that way. But that's a very good point. We are not like completely disappearing from the face of an earth. You know, any any day now, I might actually write something. Jesus Christ, who knows? And uh, and I know that Marta, you are still quite active on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's I see you winter bathing. Yes, I see winter by or as well. ro- rolling on the snow. <laughs> I think but that's know, my private profile. <laughs> ah, sorry, we didn't want to disclose this information. <laughs> sorry, Marta. Okay, I, I sometimes yeah, but uh, I guess uh, I guess we are still there. We are just not so much in your feed or so Facebook feed or whatever. We are still somewhere there, and you can still reach us. You know, so it's not like we are crossing to another dimension although sometimes we wish <laughs> we could i guess i guess we yeah. are still partially grieving yeah definitely definitely and partially searching for the new yeah i think you know that the thing that is uh, also causing this my hiatus or you know the this kind of need of taking a break is i i have this feeling that this is truly unique moment in the history of humanity. I also (laughs) was thinking that probably there is a lot of people who have fought that over centuries and they were like, I really live in this truly unique moment of humanity, John circa 1800. But, (laughs) you know, I I don't know, maybe maybe it always feels like you are on the brink of something. I guess people who are entering the Second World War felt exactly the same, that this is it, you know. So um, this is relevant for our lifetimes and for our for our uh, feeling of now, how now is interpreted by our our consciousness. So but I think it's an important moment. I think it's uh, of a really huge significance for the future of, of, of the humanity. 
And that's why I would like to contribute with something that would be really meaningful. Uh, and I don't know what it is. That's that's pretty much, I think it's also this kind of a feeling of, uh, this is really important, Anna, don't fuck it up. You know, don't talk about, I don't know how to, uh, I don't know, do spring cleaning, you know, or whatever, you know, that's that's not the time. And I think maybe, maybe I put too much pressure on myself or I feel uh, too much weight on my shoulders, which I basically placed myself on my shoulders because no one is expecting me to give a voice or, or whatsoever. But I, I have this like, Anna, don't fuck it up. You know, you have this uh, mm, opportunity to talk to people. You, you should use it in a wise and smart way. There is a lot of people who need to hear something. And then I'm like, yeah, but what do they need to hear from me, from Marta? from us you know what what are we supposed to what what is my role in all of this maybe that actually goes even deeper into that what's my role in in this whole theater or 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 reality that is unraveling uh in front of us and until i won't find that role and i won't claim that role i will always feel uncertain about the things i'm supposed to say does it make any sense marta for you it, it does make sense and definitely sounds like you are overthinking this because when you do talk to me, you definitely have, you know, actually what to say. One mm. thing that I've been reflecting on recently, and that's not to say that we should just continue, <laughs> <laughs> but I have what I have noticed I've in in my work life, I've been going through a transition where one company has purchased the company that I've been working for and um, transition is going on mm -hmm. and not everything is clear yet. It's not uh, certain how things will look like. And I have noticed how important it is to communicate even though things are not clear yet. Mm -hmm. So this, what you've said now, it just reminds me of this situation Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's also important to communicate about the things we don't know yet and explore them. And sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know. And, uh, and maybe explore how to find those answers, how to take those even little steps mm -hmm. towards the clarity. So I was just thinking that... Um, when I talk to you, I know you have definitely something valuable to say, but I fully respect that it's not the feeling that you have right now, mm. that you want to bring it to a broadcasting situation. <laughs> broadcasting. <laughs> broadcasting situation. Yeah, Marta, you are right. But, you know, I, I also notice it's, it's connected with the fact that... Uh, uh, there are two more things. One thing is that I don't even find anything interesting to listen to lately. I, I started to listen a lot to uh, astrology podcasts because I'm considering to become an astrologer. Why not? Uh, the, the future is bright open, as we can see. No, with, with, uh, with no pun intended, actually, you know, something that, that got me interested. So I'm listening to that. But that's more like learning something. But uh, the podcasts I was I was uh, listening to and kind of uh, following, uh, the topics that they are talking about are not interesting for me for the time being, you know. And I'm thinking, yeah, because it's not relevant to what I'm going through right now. 
No, I don't want to know about, uh, I don't know, something or something, uh, the five tips about productivity or or I don't want to know about uh, some interviews with some interesting people that will talk about their journey of something. It's like it doesn't land with me now. I don't feel like this is what I want to hear now. And that's connected with me not knowing what to say because we many times touch upon those topics. Uh, so I think that that's also uh, that w- goes w- two ways. There is nothing that's like you know I could even like yes that's that's the thing I want to listen to and there is nothing I I basically listen to lately. It it doesn't really uh, excites me, you know, <laughs> which is weird because I I am an avid podcast listener. I love to listen to podcasts and I don't hear anything that would satisfy. I don't even know what. So, guys, I hear in what Anna is sharing, it's a make it or break it point. It's a point where either you will take that leader's role and you will create that podcast with a completely new way in the Mm. world or you'll be quiet for a while (laughs) searching for it Mm. Uh, or, yeah, quiet forever. Because this is true when you don't find that inspiration, Mm -hmm. when you don't find that excitement, uh, it's totally legit to mm. take a time off, regroup, recharge, yeah. uh, re whatever, mm-hmm. uh, reinvent yourself. I love this fa- uh, phrase. Reinvent yourself. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> step one, instead of broadcasting, we can broadcasting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe that's uh, maybe that's what we are going to do. In maybe the that's what we are going to do. Uh. Yeah. I have a question for you. For me? No, for you too. For us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how did you ever did something in with a, with a friend for instance like you know some kids get together let's do a football team and they do a football team and they put a lot of effort maybe for five years they're going to play you know did you ever did because this is what you did no you got together as with a friend and you decided to do a podcast mm-hmm. and you carry on and you did it and you went far no uh, is, the, is it the first time that you do something with a friend that you i mean well, we had that uh, break dancing. <laughs> the break dancing. Yeah, we were uh, pretending to be break dancers at one point, and uh, that was something. People would recognize you in the street, no? Oh. <laughs> yeah, some of them would even chase us, but uh, and not because of <laughs> any good reasons, like any positive reasons. Uh, I don't know, did we? Did you? Well, I would say that the other thing is the... Um, small business rising group, yeah. Uh, or the this year I buy from uh, small business business. Mm-hmm. That's another initiative, and it keeps it will survive even though we are stopping podcasting. Yeah. So that's another thing. But since like when we look back, uh, high school times, we did not start anything there. Did not together, and not even with anyone else. I think. No, I, no, I, I'm asking you just to get perspective because you know, like mm-hmm. for me, like I. I play music and I done a lot of bands with friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those projects last five years, seven years, ten years. But sometimes they come to an end. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time that I broke up with the first band I have, or like we finished playing. We're still friends, so nothing changed about that we used to meet more often. It, it is a very weird energy to deal with. Yeah. So you know, because you feel, I don't know, there's so many. Emo- there has a far bigger emotional attachment than other projects that you take after the first one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
So I was asking you because I was curious, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we are going through this for the first time, actually. And I, if I, I don't even refer to my friendship with Marta, but in general, I was usually like a, like a solo person. I was, you know, throughout my 20s, 30s, starting blogs, website, trying things. I never really got into a project with someone that I would continue for so long, just on a sole purpose of this is a passion project. You know, I was very good at finding myself different passions uh, individually. This was the first time. And I agree, the energy is very strange because there is a part of me that is don't, don't want to let it go. We had almost three and a half years of, uh, you know, under our belt. Please don't imagine that. <laughs> Just uh, take it as a, as a way yeah, of saying. It's a very wide bell. <laughs> yeah, so three and a half years and um, amazing journey. Amazing journey, amazing things that happened. A lot of frustrations as well. It's hard to deal with that, but you know, and I was waiting all of that. That's why it was taking me so long to take this decision. But it doesn't really have that much to do with you've got five options. It, in my personal, you know, view, it has something to do with where I am right now. And I don't know where I, I know where I am. I don't know. It's like we were talking about this, Marta, that, you know, we are, it's like we landed on a completely new planet. And you know you you are you are sitting still in your I don't know this, um, this little spaceship that that you you landed with or cabin or whatever those things that they are ejecting in all the science fiction movies are called the small little ones. Uh, like a capsule, like capsule. A, uh, yeah, you are still sitting in that capsule. So this is how I feel. Like I was ejected from a place I knew quite well, and I loved it and hated. Could complain about it, ref relate to it. I was ejected and I landed somewhere completely else. And I look at all of this from the window and I'm afraid to, you know, I, I open the, the, the little door from the capsule and it's the first step that I have to take and I don't know what's the right first step. Not to screw something up or not to do the wrong step. It's that kind of very, I never been in this place in my life. That's how I feel. What also is difficult for me personally and also in a radio because the truth is that we don't know our listeners that well. <laughs> the the downsides of having this format of communication is that you listen to us and, uh, and you might reply to us or not. So we actually don't know who are our listeners. Uh, but there are some people who are still, you know, like sitting in a capsule and are trying to push the button to come back. I want to come back, you know. At least I'm trying to, to, to make the step. At least I open the door. I know there is no comeback. You know, you landed. It's your emergency capsule. It's done. You will not come back. And some people are waiting in the little capsules that they have landed on a new planet in hopes that someone or something will send them back to where they were. That's the waiting room you are referring for. That's, that's how I see it. This is a vision I have seen right now in my head. And I would like to actually, you know, know how to address those people because I've noticed and I think waiting is the most draining state that you can be in. 
it's like you can relate to this is with everything. Like if they have firing rounds in the company waiting for a decision, you just want to have it over with, right? Or if you are in a relationship that you clearly see is not working and you are expecting a breakup or something, but you are prolonging it or that that kind of limbo waiting for something to happen instead of realizing that I am supposed to be that something. It's me. I'm not supposed to wait for something to happen. And I see so many people now waiting, waiting for things to get back to normal, waiting for government to lift the the restrictions, waiting for things to change. There is no point in waiting. You will be waiting forever. Or if your strategy is waiting, then I guess you will be deeply disappointed because you will wait, you will get maybe something that you wanted, lifting the restrictions, then you can be back in the same place. That's the thing that I'm feeling and I would like to know how to help people (laughs) instead of pressing the restart, take me back button to press open the door. I'm ready to face this new reality. That's what I want to try to figure out. And that comes from a person that only pressed the button, but didn't make the step yet. So does it make any sense? Yeah, it, I mean, uh, does it make any sense? Does I it what? have to? Yeah. <laughs> does it have to? That's one of these questions that you are like, oh, do I say yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe differently, Marta. Where are you? Are where you in your capsule? Are you, what are, wh- wh- where are you in this planet, the new planet? I feel it differently than mm-hmm. you. I feel it as if I am standing with one leg in the old and one leg in the new. Mm-hmm. I feel like those two realities are happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel necessarily in a capsule mm-hmm. or that I'm waiting or that I, you know, I'm taking a step or not. I feel very often I relate to like standing on two mo- like. If if uh, like if the ground split and yeah. my, one one of my legs is on one side of the split and the other one is on the other, mm-hmm. so I feel that I'm still grounded in the old, but I am already also in the new. Mm-hmm. So um, that's more the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it feels very shaky because mm-hmm. both grounds are moving. The one is moving to the disappearance and the other one is moving forward so Mm -hmm. it's like a place where it's very easy to lose your balance Mm -hmm. and sometimes I guess I hop uh, to one side and stand on one side and sometimes I hop to the other side but most of the time I find myself in both and I find myself very confused and very out of balance and actually that's the most tiring position to be in yeah even physically when I try to imagine that physically yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm well, I don't know if it is the most tiring. I don't know how to compare that, mm. but it's uh, it's it, it is how I feel. Mm-hmm. It is how I feel because there is still a lot of old still existing. Mm-hmm. So, you mean footex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that exists. Yeah. So there is uh, in in my reality a lot of old stuff is still existing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of new is existing already too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it actually makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, and it's also interesting that you know 
we being uh, best friends, we also feel this. Although we we kind of feel the same, but we have a different ways of showing this, you know. Um, I would like to mention that there is something else because I, if I will come back to my <laughs> capsules, spaceships uh, situation, I know that there are some people who simply try to restart it and go back from where they came. And there are some people who are sitting and observing through the window waiting. There are some people who opened the door and are afraid to make a step or, you know, there are different situations. But there is actually already a plan of how this new world is supposed to look like. There is one proposition already for all of us, and that's the proposition that is being handed over to us by the governments of the countries. Uh, it's quite uh, uniform because, uh, at least in Western worlds, you know, there are discussions about uh, constant testings and vaccines and vaccine passports and, you know, how we can um, basically secure ourselves in this horrible world where everything apparently is a biological danger. And we have their idea already. They are very, very vocal and clear. We hear it in the news. We know how the new laws will look like, how the new world will look like. It will be a world that is being um, led on a premise that there is uh, a possibility of a devastating biological danger. And if that biological danger will reappear again, we will come back to those means of uh, absolute control, right? And that's that proposition is there. We even have uh, now voting when on 22nd of February, the new epidemic law. Uh, every single country has some sort of new laws and stuff. So at least one thing we know. We might not know how our new world will look like, but we know what the leaders or the governance of this planet is proposing for us, right? So I think the first step that we can take is to decide if we want to live in a world like this or not. Uh, taking apart, you know, the, the virus or uh, the disease or, or the danger, right? It, it, it will happen, can happen. We are living on a planet that is organically alive. Diseases happen, things happen. Now, the question is, is this what is supposed to be our answer to it, Right. It's not necessarily about saying if the virus is dangerous, not dangerous, exists, not exists, you know, but what is justifiable? What is the justifiable answer? How do we live through those things? Is this the solution that was proposed to us? It's being proposed to us by the governments and leaders. Is this the proposition that we want to live by? Do we want to live in a constant, you know, I don't know how to say it, uh, surveillance of do we have a new virus on us and we have to test ourselves and medicate ourselves or vaccinate ourselves and uh, have triple and uh, quadruple checks on borders and this. Do we want that? Is it worth it? Is it worth to live like this? Even knowing that the world can kill us, you know, everything can kill everything. This is this is the beauty of the planet Earth, you know. You, I don't know if you heard Etna exploded three days ago, right? So basically, the question is: Is this how we want to approach life on Earth? Is this how we want to live? 
is the control isn't this the good old way of how humans some humans wanted to control the nature and everything that is happening just if we have a better technology and if we have better control mechanisms and if we can tame it we just need to tame it and then we humanity will be happy and prosperous is that the way and if you marta they for our listener, if you feel that that's not the way, then maybe the first step of landing in the new world is trying to define for yourself a way of living in this new world and trying to figure out how do I want to be here? Because actually it's a, it's a blank slate. It is a completely new reality we are in. And maybe it's time to define it first for yourself and then to try to see if other people think the same. Yeah, and also define how you will then relate your way to what is the official Mm -hmm. way and the way uh, presented Mm -hmm. by the governments and leaders. Yeah. And what is your role in filling the gap? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I agree, and you know because we we sometimes we forget that what we hear, what are the propositions of the new laws and stuff that was decided by a very small group of people who happened to have power at this moment. Um, that doesn't mean that everyone thinks the same, and we are sometimes falling into this weird trap of thinking if we hear about it every day from TV, from the news, media, feed, or whatever, this is what will happen, that's what is happening. Now, those are usually still propositions, or even if the laws are voted, they are voted by 100 people in Denmark, 98, I think. Um but that doesn't mean that your neighbor and the neighbor of your neighbor and your colleague thinks the same. And I know that many people feel alone because they don't want to live in the world that is being uh, subjected to the constant control and fear, uh, but they think that they are the only one. That's another problem, I think, because we are in those little capsules <laughs> and made, maybe intercom is not working. I think, so I think we cannot really communicate be- between each other. And that's also a problem that we have, I think. I think what Marta said earlier on was very interesting in the fact that there is an attack of everything that not necessarily that is fun. Yeah, that it everything, feels, It feels like an say? attack. It feels, it, it, I think the, the word is, is there everything is like a, that everything that is human that define us as people, no? The fact that we, you know, we need each other. We need to do things with each other. We need to see other people. We need to sing. We need to celebrate, dance, you know? Those sort of things, in a way, are under attack. The reason, you know, um, might might be completely completely reasonable if you, if you see it okay let's try to have safety but to which point you take everything away of, from away from being to human mm-hmm. to to live and i think that that independently of wherever you sit in the spectrum of thought you can be a completely nutter and virus denier mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can be the most uh, the terrified. Pers- yeah, or the terrified or the p- people that is saying, like, we need, in that spectrum, 
the answer is the solution is to leave our humanity behind and and stop being human and stop having the freedom of being human is worth the effort i guess i guess that's the point no yeah is the yeah is the cure not worse than mm. the disease pretty much yeah that is a very good point and that was a very good point like when you said that everything that's fun is somehow illegal <laughs> yeah Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's at least you know that's the observation mm-hmm. and I think that this really struck me around Christmas time mm-hmm. when there was an official communication from government talking about not dancing around the Christmas tree which is a tradition here in Denmark and not singing when you see your family and if you really have to hum I think that this was the level this level of regulation into how you can um how you can should behave in your own home around your own closest family because we are we are not talking about a huge concert here we are talking about meeting with your closest family mm-hmm. for a christmas dinner that really struck me um at that point and really struck reflection on how far can we take it and how far is it okay to take it and mm-hmm. how far you know the cure or what is it how did you say it that uh, the cure is worse than the disease and that's something that each one of us needs to look at for ourselves yeah. because we have different beliefs we have different levels of fear mm-hmm. we have different needs and desires and so on so each one of us need to reflect on it and reflect on our own relation to those uh, rules and regulations and our own role in it and how much we can still do how much personal responsibility how much accountability how much uh, yeah how much is still up to us <laughs> in it mm-hmm. and what we can do about it and with it and coming back beautifully to the point of this episode and what should we emit what message should we spread yeah to those that's, around us and that's, guess, that's our personal the hardest part of this time is to love each other. yeah <laughs> i'm telling you because you know like there there is there is is a place it's a place that is breeding ground for conflict mm-hmm. you know Yeah. And uh, and you know to survive that conflict without really losing the love for the other one is I think it's the biggest challenge. I totally agree. I'm I'm not feeling that personally as an issue <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about loving each other, but I do get the point that yeah. uh, it uh, escalates the division uh, a lot when yeah. you are very grounded in one view or the other. Uh, but it, but it shouldn't, you say. It yeah. shouldn't. I mean, it's okay that people have different views, yeah. but when they are put into these extremes, with the tension on top of it, it creates division. Yeah. You know? So how to be the bridge? Uh? <laughs> bridge. <laughs> how to be a bridge of broadcasting? <laughs> yes. How, how to, to be, be a bridge? bridge of That's your second le- book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How to be a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> becoming a bridge. <laughs> becoming exactly becoming a bridge. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for this wonderful journey. 
If you want us to continue, you're gonna have to st step up and, <laughs> and give uh, give your voice, speak oh. up, uh, tell us, respond. Um, yeah, inspire us. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if there is anything you would like us to talk about, to, about just let us know. I know that this is a very dangerous thing because if no one will approach us, then we can just like, okay, no one cared. But uh, yeah, if someone feels like contacting with us, uh, you've got five options. Uh, we'll receive your message gladly and we will read it. Uh, so thank you very much for today. And thank you very much for the last three and a half years. Um, to you, Marta, and to our listeners. And who knows, maybe one day we will be back. Maybe. Bye. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic